5: the spring back into your step and into your home too shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply if your day sounds like we need to report asap you deserve medela if you've persevered through You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
3: Two more rings, two more.
5: You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the marketable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crownley Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out of market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long.
6: I'll tell you, it's tough around here, man. Even in even in the commercial break, I got Richie making fun of me. <laughs> right. Show the that camera. John Richie. Corn dip. Devin with us as well. AMA as well. And AMA brought to us by Bud Light. Join Ava Graham and Chickies and Pizza in South Philadelphia uh, Friday night for a special Eagles pep rally. You can ready for this? You can win tickets to this weekend's championship game at the Link. James James. Seltzer, what do people want to know? Hit us with AMA. All right,
4: let's start off with Jack the Mike on Twitter. He says, like the conversation in City Slickers, by the way, which I rewatched within the last couple months, City Slickers is awesome. Very good movie. That is a great movie. If anyone hasn't watched it in a while, it's worth it. All right. Uh, He asked, like the conversation in City Slickers, what's the best day of your life and what's been the worst
6: day? Oh, man. John? Oh. uh, I mean, worse for me is super easy. I mean, I'm going to give you two. My brother died and my father died different days. But, I mean, you know, it it doesn't get worse than that. My dad died. It's easily the worst day. uh, I got to think on best. John, what do you got? Best is –
7: Bringing new life into the world. I mean, seeing. Ooh, you got to choose one though. I, I, I had, I had. <laughs> All right, my, my the first time your I saw a child born. There you go. All right, my my son. Congratulations. He's now eighteen. Just turned eighteen on. Wow. Saturday.
6: Wow. I hope, I hope no one tells your daughters that you know they finished in second <laughs> or third place. It
7: was the Friday before the NFC Championship game yeah. against Atlanta. Wow. Remember
6: there was the storm. I do. Yeah. Uh, best day of my life. I don't know. I- I'd have to think oh, about come on. it. I don't know. February
4: fourth, twenty eighteen. Joe, yeah. isn't that hard.
6: Well, it is hard for me because I got the ninety three Phillies making the World Series. I got the 08 Phillies winning the World Series. I know. I you know that's that's not easy. I don't know, man. Life cycle. you know not everything's about sports, James.
4: Why? Well, look, I would take my daughter. i what just about love, To Joe? help you out here, buddy. Come I on. mean,
6: listen. Love, love well, is love to, to be considered, have man. To choose. Love is to be considered.
7: Well, are you considering
6: love? I'm just. Is,
7: is the best day. I, are
4: you considering? Well, love? yes,
6: I am. I am considering it, and I, I'm trying to figure out where it stacks up. I don't know. <laughs> that, I don't, don't know what to do here. I'm, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting I don't, crushed.
3: I'm just like not going to weigh in here. I'm just Keep my microphone off.
6: Yeah, I kind of. I I want to move to the next question. It's getting really uncomfortable. (laughs) James, next question.
3: Yeah, it's
4: right for you, Joe. The Mm. next one's for you. It's from Jedi Knight, nineteen forty-eight, and he says, "For the hammer, you once you once reiterated on the air that your life's ambition is to lead or was to lead a sports talk radio show, including your interview for WIP. Mm.
6: Uh, Check. What's your next life ambition? Um. So, I don't have many. I really don't. And, and then and the nice thing about <laughs> says No, says
4: the guy who wants to be. No, president. no, I'm, I'm headed there. I, no, hold on.
6: I'm, head, I'm headed there. So, my point is, I don't have many in this sense. I really look forward to just kind of settling in with the morning show. And you don't, as long as you do a good enough job. And of course, you know, if you don't, you get fired. But if you do a good enough job, hopefully have that job for a long time and, and you can be happy for a long time. And, you know, but candidly, what I think about theoretically down the road is president. So I, I guess my answer would be <laughs> oh, oh I'm going to make it an I'm going to make it an if proposition. If I run for president, and I'm not declaring that I will, but if I run for president my ambition is to win.
3: I thought we were about to get a nice humble answer from you. No, no. It's what, real. What, it, it is what, real. It is I thought a we were real getting a thing. humble
4: answer. That was never going to happen. I just didn't think that the you know, you would really go president. Guys, you, like, you think, you
3: pla- think, you know. What's the platform that you're going to run on for president?
6: The platform change. is change. Change. Yeah, so change. Uh-huh. change. 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 Like, well, I don't know what we're changing from in 20 years, but change. Okay. Change typically wins. You know, change be a man of the people sure. and, uh, you know, I feel your pain and, you know, all that. It's about the economy. National security. Like you just right, kind of like just
3: throwing around government terms. Yeah, just exactly.
6: Buzzwords. Exactly. It's all about buzzwords. He's saying, yes. Exactly, James. All right,
4: this is a this is a great question that I know Richie's gonna love. This question. Sometimes you get a question that you know is just right up Richie's alley. Uh, Brendan Shouldis on Twitter once know if you could both have any wild animal as a pet, it would be obedient and follow your every command. Man. Right? I know you'd love it. One animal to choose.
7: Oh wow! You know i I've often wondered would I be allergic to like a lion
4: cuz you're allergic to cats. Yeah, right? I'm
7: allergic to cats. Well, Maybe. I think that means I'd be allergic to a lion. Maybe. So that that might stand Let's in the way. Let's take allergies
4: out of it. Let's can you say imagine? In a perfect world. You can get you can get a shaved one.
7: With the you know, with the hair. Or yeah, a hairless lion, I guess. Uh, imagine that. Like a big maned lion like, you know, Just Simba. hanging out on your couch. Simba hanging out yeah, yawning. Hey, go grab petting me a beer. Him, it petting goes his over mane. Yeah. Uh, man, that'd be
6: amazing. It would be amazing. There yeah, well, I'd be nothing. And I, 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 would, I would turn down the chance. Simple. <laughs> no, I mean, you, would, you wouldn't. You could be able to listen to your you word. Get any animal. Like, this is All right, I I I get the most expensive one and I sell it and I make ah, a profit. I have no interest rider. in a, a, a lion in my home. Wow. No, I mean it's wow. simple. <laughs> James, you'd rather okay. Boy, you got a baby
4: that's just what, three? Again, this is an ob the the, the the hypothetical we're dealing with is this huh? is a perfectly trained lion that would follow my every command and would never act out. Yeah. So yeah,
6: fine. And you wanna you want to have to go to get the pet store for a lion to eat a ton of food every week
4: <laughs> yeah I'll, get uh, some, I'll bring in some dead gazelles okay It'll yeah great your wife yeah. will be
6: happy with that economically hey, now I you got to feed a lion i didn't think about okay. that part of it okay. all right i just thought it'd be cool to have a lion all right well i think it's not one more question
4: <laughs> that's good uh all right um let's bring a good one here uh, one more question. Let's go with uh, Ross on on Facebook. He asked, "If John was born with Joe's intensity, desire, and sports IQ, how wow. many Pro Bowls would he have made, and what ballot would he have made the Hall of Fame?"
6: Wow, ridiculous concept. Johnny saying you came up small. You
7: didn't I, have enough.
3: Yeah, that's kind of a slight. <laughs> John, I, would no? been, I would have been.
7: I would have been cut out from the ninth grade
6: team like Joe was. <laughs> eighth grade, eight <laughs> eighth grade, grade. Eighth grade. Eighth <laughs> grade. Well, I see well, what you did. Is that there. serious? Probably not. <laughs> even That's even a tongue in cheek question. Even I even I can tell. <laughs> I, I should start slipping some questions into this. I did not slip that in, but I kind of Joe's intensity, yeah, <laughs> desire. <laughs> well, I did have an intense meal last night. Everyone, it's stay like away. Yeah, You can barely
4: he, he, work, work yeah. out. They did the desired intensity <laughs> this to work a product
6: out. Is this Joe? Saying
7: how competitive he is with beat the hammer, be. and so now some of that yeah. it's carrying over to questions like this, you know, guys in the league are pretty intense. You though. are. I, I give yeah. you that. I, I, yeah. All right, With that,
6: AMA, we shut it down. All right, to the phones, a lot of conversation today centered around, you know, are we taking the Niners a little lightly? I mean, again, I haven't heard one person call in and say the 49ers will win. I wouldn't call in and say the 49ers will win. I got the microphone right here. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I recognize they, they could. And we've had people, oh, it's a lock. Oh, it is? You sure about that? I mean, point spread doesn't say it's a lock. Point spread, are we still at two and a half points there, James? I mean, it's... Last I saw, a double check. Yeah, that's not... That's a either team could win point spread. You listen around here, there's only one team that can win. I do think people are taking the Niners lightly. I still would pick the Eagles to win, but I think it's been a little casual around here and assuming the Eagles will get it done. So what, two and a half. And a half
7: if, yeah. if you're the 49ers, what are you taking advantage of? What, what can you take advantage of this Eagles team? It, I, I guess, you know, people are talking about middle of the field stuff. Yep. Hey, the, the linebacker's not as great in coverage, and, and they hit uh, you know, the checkdowns to the backs. Kittle's always running down the seam. I guess that's the area uh, that, that you know, we have to worry the most about. But when you look at it from the other side of the coin, what can we take advantage of? Absolutely, their quarterback. That's well that's for a sure. Huge advantage
6: but, for us. No question. But I can give you, John. You glossed over what can they take? Like they could take advantage of some McCaffrey on Kaiser White. I mean, they could. You know, try. To, I mean, you know, it's not like they're not going to try to dump the ball off to McCaffrey for eight or nine catches. And I'm
7: sure they will. You know, and they'll they'll try to create mismatches yeah. because Debo and sure. McCaffrey. These are guys who can line up all over the field, and they'll try to put yeah. them against our weakest cover guys. So expect. Reed Blankenship yeah. to be trying to man up Christian McCaffrey. At and that's tough. Because they will do that yeah. formationally yeah. and with motion. But the the rest of the guys rallied to the ball. Part of why we were so good against the Giants is the, the intensity was ratcheted up and, and the the gang tackling, guys flowing to the ball. There are, there are ten other guys besides the guy they're taking advantage
6: of. All right, to the phones we go. What you make of the whole thing, plus Scott rolling in the Hall of Fame, plus Ben Simmons, he's seven
8: hours away from
6: <laughs> – Back to the Wells Fargo Center, another game against the Sixers. Let's talk to Dan right now. What's up, Dan?
8: Oh, hey, guys. How are you doing today? Good day. Great. Great day. Good Dan. day. Good day. Good good day, guys. Um, listen, I just had a comment, and then I had a, uh, an observation that may or may not be right. Watching the Eagles on Friday, I mean, uh, last week, I really had a lot of joy because the worst thing in life, I'm 65 years old, is to see unmet potential. That is not seizing opportunity, mm-hmm. like and like Ben was, Simmons. What's that?
6: I said like you know Ben Simmons.
8: Well, ben Simmons <laughs> Carson is a Wentz.
6: No, I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off.
8: Go ahead, Dan. I'm playing around. Both of those guys are incredible narcissists, and they've not learned in life yet that part of their success is going to come when they give of themselves to the betterment of their teammates.
6: Well, you know, yeah, the definitely. the irony to that is Ben Simmons actually plays a ton of defense. You know what I mean? It's like a strange dichotomy. You would think a guy that's a narcissist wouldn't be the hustle points, if you will, on defense, which he is. It's just a weird thing. But anyway, I, it I, is a
7: weird thing, but it's you know? accounted for by he knows he has such a weakness. He feels like he has to increase the level of play on that side of the ball yeah. because he
8: won't shoot it.
7: I mean, he is a really and good defensive afraid.
6: player. I mean, he, he, he is. He truly is. Dan, give me a big answer, man. Something great with a number and a title.
8: Well, I had a I had a a, a contribution to make to the question about Nick Sirianni, the yes. coach of the year. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm wondering if these guys look at getting the most done with the least that you've got. And San Francisco is a strong team, but when Garoppolo went down, Shanahan seemed to kind of – mold things around a young guy who's been able to excel. Whereas the job that Howie's done has put such a strong team together. It's really hard to say that the reason they've done well is because Sirianni has been so great. He has been very good, but there have been some times where I've just been scratching my head at some of these decisions.
6: Oh, I, I haven't it, many. Dan, give me an answer number and a title. What do you got?
8: 12 days of Christmas.
6: 12 Days of Christmas. Is that a the song? Song. song. i Yeah. I was thinking movies. Yeah. 12 Days of Christmas.
7: Hey. Yes. Uh, have you seen Ben's free throw uh, percentage? No. This year? I
4: know he missed 15 of 16 at one point recently. How low are we going? It
7: is unbelievable. I, I don't know that I've ever seen this. Now, he's historically, you know, 2018, 2017, 560, uh, five you know, 56%. the following year, 62%, 61%. This year, 43% from the line. Well, it just
6: shows you how much it's in his head.
3: I think he won Philly uh, Chick-fil-A last time he was here. Last time he was in town, I don't think he made a free throw.
6: I don't remember that. I mean, I know that's a thing. I'm
3: pretty sure, because I think I was at the game, and everyone was going wild for that. So if you go
6: tonight, you're going going tonight, Devin? I'm not going tonight. Would you boo as hard tonight as you did two months ago? Is it like put another way is it possible to maintain that level of of hate
3: for Philadelphia? Yeah, me personally, like I don't know if I I don't even think I booed that loud last time I went. Just cuz like yeah, I don't like Ben Simmons. I don't appreciate what he did, but I I'm kind of over it at this point. Like he's not playing incredibly well. Right. So it's not like he's this massive threat to to the Sixers. Well, Harden
6: Harden also being good. And look, I'm right. not a big James Harden fan, but I give the guy props. He's had a nice year, and he does give the Sixers a chance to win a title. And in that way, John, it does feel different than two months ago. I mean, I remember two months ago, we talked literally the day of the game. Who won the trade? Yeah. And we are like, uh, not sure, because as bad as Ben had been, Harden hadn't been particularly good, plus the Sixers gave up Curry, plus they gave up Drummond, plus they gave up two first-round draft picks, which basically negated their ability to make a trade otherwise. And Harden was hurt at the time, too, Correct. on top of that, too. And, yeah, and there was not much hope that when he came back that he'd be like, star James Harden guy. And I'm not saying he's star James Harden guy, but he's been pretty damn good. I mean, Harden's been a legitimate all-star. I mean, he really has been. He's not you know, going to be a starter, but he's been really good. Yeah. Let's go to Ryan right now. Ryan, you're on WIP.
9: Hey, what's going on, guys? Hi, Ryan. Hey,
6: Ryan. It's Ryan Spader. What's going on, pal?
9: Hey. So, uh, first of all, I'm not sure this even counts, but I, I want to give you my number.
6: Sure. By the way, Ryan, I like your work on uh, social media, man. You, you, you interact and put up a lot of good stuff, man. It's good, good stuff.
9: Oh, uh, thanks. You're sure. you're not going to like me after this call. Uh
6: huh. Okay. <laughs> that's that's part good. of the course. But, um, <laughs> so,
9: first, I, I think uh, a few good men. I think a few counts as a number. No, a few I, is not counting. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> nice try though. No. All right, what do you what do you got on baseball? Talk <laughs> to me. Scott Rowland.
9: Scott Rowland belongs in the Hall of Fame. Scott Rowland is one of nine third basemen with at least seventy and above replacement ever. Scott Rowland is fifth all time among third basemen with at least seven thousand plate appearances. He is one of the greatest hands down third baseman ever to exist and um you know i i do i appreciate your guy's show and everything um I, I i gotta be honest with you joe i I think you're a jilted lover here like
5: <laughs> i've thought probably, about
9: that but but I disassociate probably, myself you're yeah. probably like sixteen to twenty. When Roland left the Phillies. I was uh, I was in my early 20s. I was about
6: 23, 24, something like that.
9: Yeah. So, you know, I, I do think he belongs. Uh, I certainly think he belongs. Listen, Ryan, I'll tell you this, uh, man.
6: You're talking to someone who supported Scott Roland's stance at that time. I'm, I'm not making this up. And I've talked about this. And, Ryan, appreciate the call, man. It's always good hearing from you. I mean, at that time, I supported the fact that Roland was right and the Phillies were wrong. The Braves were rolling out. Maddox, Glavin, and Smoltz. The Phillies are rolling out, Manny Mo, and Jack, and it's like, how can you compete? You can't. You can't compete. And Scott was like, yo, this is my life. This is my prime. This is my baseball career. I want to have a chance to win. And by the way, I don't want my back to break playing third base with a bad back already on the vet turf, you know, 81 or 75 times a year. And I, I understood that. And I respected that. I just don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I feel strong about that. Chris in Ocean City. Hi, Chris. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, and, and, and Devin, pl- pleasure to speak to you as well. Excellent show. Hi,
3: Chris, As
2: thanks. always. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, kind of, I feel similar to last week. My confidence is growing as the week's going on. And it's, again, in, re- in, in response to the disrespect. It's just like people still don't seem to get it. They don't. And and I honestly, I, I understand people saying that the Niners are talented and good. But just from the eye test, I feel like we've played them really close the last few times we've played them McCaffrey even when he was he was on Carolina never really did anything with us and he got a calf injury and then when you think about them it's not so much the home field that we have it's the the cross-country travel and that full day of travel so as someone who lives on the west coast I'm always all out of sorts when I go home and so ultimately I just feel like our offense is unstoppable and San Francisco's is very much not um so i see us getting a plus two turnover differential and the number i have in my mind is 38 23 and it hasn't changed all
7: well wow. nice you know i do feel i i take solace you know this uh, 49ers rushing attack yes it's been really strong and McCaffrey, with a calf injury you know he always dinged seemingly is going to be coming in here and trying to do his thing the cowboys stopped him for the majority of that game and i I take, I don't know, encouragement from that. I think the Cowboys eventually wore down, but we, you know, our offense, the way we run it, uh, I, I don't think that you'll have that same risk. I think we can stop their running game because they've prioritized that with the additions that Howie's made. Right and they know they, that they're planning to, to take that away. That is part of the equation. More this week plus than just, any other week of the season because well, you're playing Kyle Shanahan right. because so much is based off of play action. Stopping the run is more important this week for Jonathan Gannon.
6: For what it's worth, by the way, I don't think McCaffrey's a great running running back. He is a great receiving running back. He's a good running running back, but I fear him more in the, in the pass-catching game. Chris, something great with a number and a title.
2: Yeah, uh, Wu-Tang's debut album, uh, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. And public service announcement, if anyone's in the Denver area, RZA is performing with the Colorado Symphony on February 17th, oh. and it's going to be a spoken word ballet orchestra performance, and That's I really awesome. can't wait.
6: We got a LZA shout-out with the Colorado. That's so cool. Riza. Oh, I thought he said Lizzo. No, because he's talking about Wu-Tang. He oh, I, well, I, that's, why is, I, that's why I was trying to figure out yeah, what is Lizzo doing RZA in there. Is okay, well, is Lizzo. Also,
4: okay, a little similar. Okay. Remember the time when Richie said RZA? Who's that?
6: I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do. I do. John, good the answer, by the right? West Coast to East Coast was just referenced. You did it as a Raider. Mm-hmm. I suppose maybe did a, maybe a little bit in college football playing for Stanford. Uh, this is a 3 o'clock game. It'll be better for the Eagles if it was a 1 o'clock game. Because then those guys from the West Coast would be on a, a 10 a.m. As it is, it'll be a noon sort of clock. And they're getting up early. So, how real is that? How tough is that for the opposing team going west to east?
7: I th- I think it's a huge advantage, and especially because they've got one less day to work with this week. It's not a quick flight, you know. You that is the majority of your day, so that eats into the amount of preparation that they can do as a staff and as a as a team getting on the field and actually executing the plays that are installed. They've got significantly less time than we do, and that's that's a huge plus. And the biological clock tough? The, the bi- Well, you know, 3 o'clock, uh, that's a noon start. Stabilizes so it a little bit for them. It, it helps, but you're still getting up, uh, you know, five hours before that. So for them, it'll feel extra early and sometimes it takes you a while to get going. Is that you know, a fl- is that a fl- starts is occur when when you see a team coming from the west coast and it's an earlier game.
6: What would you prefer a Friday flight or a Saturday flight if you're them?
7: Wow. Uh, I I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I felt more comfortable as a player if you got there early and sort of got established and yeah. you can get into that biorhythm a That's little what I bit figured. better. Yeah.
6: But again, that real that that really hurts their prep. Yeah, they got to make a decision. I mean, I'm sure they've made that decision. I just don't know which which way it is. All right, coming up, Jaws at twelve forty five. Plus, we have some audio that was found. It was the one piece of audio in the history of our show that we wanted to have that we didn't have, and it has been unearthed. The old Bitcoin, Bitcoin. Big, I don't know. Big Shout horn. out to
4: Mike Angelina. That's all I'm going to say. It's something Shout out to Mike Angelina. I haven't heard
6: it for a couple of years, but it was very funny about two years ago. And Seltzer found it. Uh, Mike Angelina found it. Mike
4: Angelina found it, and it is still funny.
6: We'll play the audio coming <laughs> up next. Joe to camera and John Ritchie on 94 WIPE.
4: Miller Light wants to give you the best seat in the house for Sunday's championship game. So join me and Elliot Short Parks, along with Brent Selleck, this Friday night at McSorley's Ale House in Ardmore at 8 p.m., where one lucky fam will win two club seats. To Sunday's game. Enjoy Miller Lite specials. Take a selfie with Brent and the 2017 championship ring and talk birds with ESP and me. It's the Go Birds version of the best seat in the house. Friday night at McSorley's Nardmore Ardmore with a chance to win Eagles tickets. Tastes like Miller time, Philadelphia. Celebrate responsibly.
6: All right, Joe Cameron, and John Ritchie, as we get ready for the Eagles and the 49ers in uh, four days at Lincoln Financial Field, 3 o'clock on Sunday. Obviously, a game you can hear right here on WIP. Um, that's the main topic for sure. Um, some chatter on Ben Simmons. He's in town. John, if Ben's listening right now, your message to Ben is. I give it up. <laughs> Just retire, man.
3: Win us Chick fil A again?
7: Yeah, that's right. Miss two free throws in a row. Yeah. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's not going to get better,
6: Ooh. only worse.
3: Well, it and might, we're going
7: to make it worse. might get a
3: little
6: better for him. He's got a shot to win a title this year with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Oh, he's Irvin. been
7: helped a lot. I mean, yeah. with Kevin Durant on the court, he's actually looked, like, functional yeah. at times. but.
6: All right, so Ben in town, you can react to that, plus Scott Rowland in the Hall of Fame. That's our Twitter poll question of the day. Should Roland have made the Baseball Hall of Fame, yes or no? Uh, a lot of people, obviously, wanting to weigh in on that. A lot of callers have, and, and certainly you can continue to do so. All right, we're going to get to the audio shortly uh, from a couple of years ago when I got confused about Bitcoin and big coin and whatever all that was. We'll hit that soon, plus Jaws at 1245. Chris in Northeast Philly. Hi, Chris. Hey, what's
10: up, guys? Hi, Chris. Richie, um, one of the reasons why I love you, man, is uh, about an hour ago or so, you guys came back to the song Lola by the Kings. First thing I saw was, hmm, I wonder if, if any of these guys ever heard uh, Yoda by Weird Al. And not three <laughs> seconds
4: later, it's exactly what you asked, Joe.
10: I forgot yeah. to play
4: it. I have it too. I'll play it next break. That's my bad.
10: Perfect. Um, so I, I was calling to talk, uh, talk. about the birds. Yep. Um, you got. Uh, you guys were talking about. Uh, or Joe, you were saying that you think maybe some people were taking uh, some stuff for granted or maybe overhyping their chances. Um, I don't know. Um, not really nervous about the Niners. I know they're a good team. I I don't think by any means that this is going to be an easy game or there's no way we could lose this or anything like that. But I just think if if both teams come in and and play their best game, I think Eagles are a better team. And, I mean, we we don't – Well, that's not every year that that we get that with this team. So, when we do have a year like that, I'm just not going to worry. I'm just going to – Have faith in the guys, have faith in Nick Sirianni that he's going to bring in prepared. And if they play like I know they can, they're going to win this game.
6: Listen, Chris, it's nice to to lack stress. I get your point. I mean, the Eagles have played so exceptional this year. And, I, John, I felt this way myself in a lot of games. Like, kind of comfortable, you know, as a fan to just sort of take it in and not Uh overstress. And, Chris, that's beautiful. But just know this. They are going to face a team on Sunday that is by far the best team they've played this year, by far. And and why? While they might not be light years ahead of Dallas, when the Eagles played Dallas, the Eagles didn't have. Forget when the Eagles lost. When the Eagles beat Dallas, Dallas didn't have their quarterback. Like this is so far and away the best team the Eagles will face on a given you know Saturday or Sunday.
10: Unless they beat them, then
6: then we got someone tougher after that. Yes. All right, Chris, give me a big answer, man. Something big with a number and a title.
10: All right, I'm going to go with a song by Sublime. How
6: about Smoke Two Joints? All right, you got it, Chris. Sublime was a great, great, great band. All right, uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin, whatever the heck it was. Devin, I assume you've probably not heard this, right? This is a year's- Not this draw, no. All right.
3: No, I know what Bitcoin is, kind of.
6: Though. Yeah, well, I sort of didn't, and that was, I think, where sort the- Sort of didn't. People... You didn't at yeah. all. Well, no, I know about. what
3: it is. Do I understand the concept of it? Still, no. Correct.
6: Really. Correct. I don't understand the concept at all. All right, I still want to know- Well, like... Joe didn't
4: understand, never he, heard the word, heard and you'll that. hear. You'll yeah. understand what All right,
6: years. so this goes back a couple years ago. We thought this audio had been lost. <laughs> it was lost, but then it was found- Let's reminisce from a few years ago. This to me was one of the better exchanges ever in the history of our show, as I remember it, but I haven't heard it for a long time. Let's roll it out. All right, best of the best. Uh, Ace, who do you got? Gonna
10: say Bitcoin. Oh,
6: that's a good wow. answer, actually. Now who's that? That's, that's... <laughs> I don't know what he said. Bick horn?
4: <laughs>
6: Big horn? I don't know what he said. What did he say? That's awesome. Bitcoin. Bitcoin Coin <laughs> and I'm writing down Big Horn and I'm moving on. Are you on. serious? Right I don't know now? what he said.
4: Bitcoin. He said Bitcoin.
6: Big Coin. Oh I'm are supposed to know who Bitcoin is? No,
4: Bitcoin. How do you not know what Bitcoin is? I don't. Oh my God, Joe. You are I've, heard, I've,
6: I've heard of it. I don't know what it is.
4: Perfect way to end the
6: guy oh, for this show, right there. You're right. I don't know what it is. All right, we need to make oh it, we need to make a call in oh, here. Bitcoin's Man. a great answer. It is. I think that can win. It could, well, although
4: it it's not the whole well, decade. What is it? I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's virtual currency. Yeah, it's, it's
7: the future, uh, Joe. Uh,
6: it's the future exactly. It does nothing for me. <laughs> and there it was. There it was. <laughs>
3: wow. Big I, <laughs> Horn? Was that what you said? Big Horn,
6: Bitcoin. I thought at some point maybe is a a rapper named Big Coin, and then that's why I then took the moniker Big Coin as one of my nicknames because it's
3: phenomenal. I mean, I mean, who won't want to be known as yeah. Bitcoin? I don't know if I've heard that nickname. Oh yeah, big yeah. Uh,
6: Bitcoin's been in the in the mix of, you know, the, okay. the sledgehammer, uh, not the sledgehammer, the hammer. Oh, yeah, Freudian, a, a Freudian slip Horrible there. slip. Uh-oh. Horrible Uh-oh. slip. The, the commander. You sledgehammer? Uh-oh. The cannibal. Do
4: you, do you want to be like sledgehammer? You do you be sledgehammer? No. prefer
6: that? Right? No, You'd uh, be sledgehammer, the sledgehammer junior. No, no, Because we no, have a sledgehammer. No. Yeah, sledgehammer no. maybe. Junior. Freudian slips. Are, 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 Mini no sledge. Mini sledge. No one's proud of Freudian slips. Perfect. Mini sledge. Go to the phones. Jaws joins us in 10 minutes. Let's talk to Eric right now. By the way just quick mention because we haven't said it yet this hour Sirianni officially today not a finalist for NFL coach of the year three finalists he didn't make the cut who did Shanahan Dable Doug Peterson Sirianni should have been in the top three I think he should have been number one when all said and done that's a robbery number two Hassan Reddick, not a finalist defensive player of the year three finalists they were Parsons from Dallas, Jones, the defensive tackle from KC, and obviously Bosa from San Fran, who should win the award. But yeah. John, you believe you believe that Reddick should have been a finalist, correct?
7: Sure. I you look at the numbers he put out there compared to Micah Parsons, he was more productive than Micah. He was more productive. He had 16 sacks in 18 games. Micah Parsons had 13 and a half sacks in 19 games. Do you
6: think teams account for Parsons more than they do for Reddick? more double teams.
7: Possibly. They do move they do move Michael Parsons around more. Like against the 49ers you saw him yeah. playing a lot more off-ball inside linebacker stuff. And now they do drop Hassan Reddick. I mean, he'll play the 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 sam linebacker yep. where he's, you know, covering a, a tight end as a, a zone guy. But uh, I, yeah, I I don't get it. I I think this is a built-in bias because said, Michael Parsons yeah. has been so outstanding and people are not giving Hassan uh, the the credit he deserves. Fumbles forced. Five fumbles forced this season by Hassan
6: Reddick. Yeah, I mean, listen. Michael Parsons has three. Uh, Next category, comeback player of the year, Brandon Graham, not a finalist. Who is? Saquon Barkley, who got seriously injured two years ago. Not last year, two years ago. So, uh, you know. Uh, now look, wow. con- congratulations look. to Hertz. He's a finalist for MVP. We know he's not going to win it, but he is a finalist. He should be a finalist. He should win it. He won't. Um, and by the way, Shane Steichen, a finalist for uh, you know coordinator of the year kind of guy.
7: Uh, the Brandon Graham thing is understandable. He's become a rotational guy on our defense. Mm. I mean, he's he's not starting games.
6: Saquon, Bar- how many games did he play last year, James? 13? Thirteen. Thirteen. Saquon but the point was, he a...
7: wasn't Saquon Barkley last no, year. No, he wasn't. This year, he's burst back onto the scene I as know. Saquon. It, it it makes sense. All right,
6: look, everyone can react to all that. If you think that's just more of the disrespect the Eagles have been facing in some ways for a couple of years, but certainly this year, had a lot of twists and turns. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Eric in Cherry Hill. Hi, Eric. Hi, good afternoon.
11: Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, so, yeah, two Eagles points, but real quick, I, I agree with Devin, like, I don't I don't care about Simmons anymore. He's 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 a clown. He's irrelevant. Like, you know, whatever Who cares about him. Um, Look,
6: I will say it is nice to not feel hate in your heart. I mean, I didn't want to. No, I mean mean it. I I still feel that.
3: Well, so my thing is in the in the battle of Philly versus Simmons, I feel like Philly already won. Like we got James Harden.
6: Depends if they win in the playoffs.
3: Right. That well, that actually, is true. actually, it
6: depends on which team wins in the playoffs because the Nets could still win.
3: They could, but for some reason, they don't scare me. I, they're just a mess. You know, their coaching issues, the talent that they have on their team, and the controversial things yeah. that you know. I guess We all know what's going down yep. there.
11: All right, Eric, go ahead, buddy. So yeah, the um, you know the Sirianni reddick thing. You know, after Embiid didn't win the MVP last year, I'm just like so numb to this. Like, it's so blatant and it's just ridiculous how these guys just snubbed silly on everything like it, it's you know i can't even get mad at it. like i expect it at this point like see
6: eric i think there are flaws in the way people approach the voters approach these awards i think joel got robbed last year yeah comparative to Jokic, i think he got robbed i think doug got robbed in 2017 comparative to sean McVay for coach of the year i i, I there's it's something about expectations exceeding expectations twisting narratives I mean, you know, how, how does a guy like um, – who the heck was it? Um, damn. Well, there's so many examples through the years. Like, Brady didn't win as many MVPs he probably should. I mean, t- take Belichick. You know, like t- How many times did he win coach of the year? I don't know. Not much. Like, like two or three, I think it is. You know, take um, – um, I mean, didn't Kobe only win one?
7: So I- you're saying this is an example of it just being – too obvious like with Belichick it was obvious that he was the best coach they gave it elsewhere because he was just
6: yeah I mean too, Be- Belichick like- too established and, and in mm. Sirianni's case he's clearly not the Belichick too established but I think he's the well he didn't win with a backup quarterback well it's like yeah but he didn't have to because he knew he had three games to win one why because he got off to a 13 and one start like when 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 Shanahan lost games early in the year to bum teams, they lost a couple of them. So that doesn't count. I mean, the whole reason the Eagles didn't have to go pedal to the metal at the end of the year is they had such an advantage based on their excellence in the first fourteen games. That doesn't count.
11: It's like what Joe said. Like what else does Sirianni have? To, Correct. He's a second year head coach with a second year, you know, redshirt whatever. Uh, Jalen Hurts quarterback with basically kids as his major weapons. Like uh, I don't know what else. Bingo. It's like, Think Eric, Eric give
6: me man. something great, a number and a title.
11: Yeah, so this is a song and a movie from the eighties, the uh nine to five. Yeah, working oh,
6: nine to five. What was that Dolly Parton, John? Yeah. Yeah. Nine to five. Classic. Jaws in five minutes. Let's go to Christopher right now. What's up, Christopher? Hey, what's going on? Hi, Chris. Hey,
12: I don't um I don't give you guys enough credit for what you guys uh, you know, helped me do throughout my morning and things like that. I just want to give you guys massive credit. Um I love your content. Uh, James was upbeat, answering the phone. Uh, You guys are awesome. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Anyway, um, my point on um, Nick Sirianni, because I called in throughout the year. uh, You guys did tell me that Shane Stankton was calling the the offensive plays. Mm -hmm. um, And then also the defensive plays are being called by... Jonathan Gannon. Yep. So honestly, what is uh, Nick Sirianni's role to even be one of the nominees? Oh of man, Chris. Coach of the year? I mean, listen. You know?
6: I'll I'll answer that question a few ways. First off, he oversees Steichen and Gannon, but you know, primarily Steichen with the creation of what type of plays they want to they want to put together in the I game. I think plan. This is an important point. Oh, by that's though. not fair. Well,
7: think of – he was supposed to be the play caller and became the non-play caller, and Kyle Shanahan is the, the guy who's pulling strings behind that offense. And Doug, we know Doug Peterson's the one who's calling plays in Jacksonville. I do think okay, so maybe that adult, plays adult, in. I'm
6: sorry, Jackson, yeah. Look, it could, and Christopher. Also, it could, but I don't think it's fair. I don't.
12: Yeah. And also, the Brennan Graham uh, not being nominated for uh, comeback of the year, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I believe he is up for Man of the Year, which I feel is a is a great honor, and I hope he does get that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I'm one of the uh, believers that unfortunately think that the Forty ers are going to pull it off and, and upset the Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. Reason why? Reason why is is because it's going to come down to. Hurts facing a really 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 good defense and this may be his fall off this, you know, this Well, season. it could
6: be. I don't think it will be. Christopher, I got one question for you. Are you an Eagles fan?
12: I am an Eagles fan, uh, but I'm not a so it would turn me Yeah, you're not hardcore cuz I heard
6: you say Philadelphia Eagles and no Eagles fan calls them the Philadelphia Eagles casually. You just say the Eagles sure, the so birds.
12: I, I am. I've been a fan since I was 14 years old. Donovan McNabb, Brian Dawkins, uh, Brian Westbrook. Yeah, maybe yeah. uh, fourteen, but not fan.
6: zero. See, I've been a fan since zero, the day I was born. Because Chris, the day I was born, the nurses they all stood around they and <laughs> they, they gazed in wide wonder at they this uh, joy they had found. And then the head nurse, Chris, she spoke up and she said, "Leave this one alone," because she could <laughs> tell the hammer Joe the camera was an Eagles fan and he was bad at the bone. The only lyrics you know to any song you know, it's like the only <laughs> it was, ones. It
12: was, it's my choice, you know. No, I get. Chris, give know? me so give me something
6: just... with a number and a title. What do you got?
12: Ah, uh, no disrespect, but it's all fun and games. Uh, maybe you can relate, uh, Joe, forty-year-old virgin. It's already
6: been said. <laughs> <You're>,
12: <laughs> yeah. Number twenty-three by Jim Carrey.
6: All right, you got it, point. Imagine
4: having a choice in what what team you're a fan of.
6: Yeah, well, that's the way. Yeah, you know, except I mean, when you're when you're one, you're told this is your team. That's my point. I didn't yeah. choose. I, I'm an I'm no. a
4: Philadelphia sports fan. I grew up that way. That's right. just ingrained. It like in you know, what I mean, like I didn't choose
7: it. I get it. I'm all right, Ron, it
6: Ron Jaworski Jaws joins us in one minute. To break down the Eagles and the Niners.
7: If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you know that a great point-of-sale system can truly make a difference in your success. It's hard to find a company that offers everything you need and is willing to customize a game plan to fit your individual needs. Well, if you've been looking for the perfect POS partner, you need to call my friends at PDQ Signature Systems. PDQ has everything you need for success, including mobile POS, self-service kiosks, enterprise reporting, contactless functionality, data and cybersecurity, and the best service and support in the industry. PDQ POS is the fastest, easiest, and most reliable POS available. That's why PDQ POS has been the top-rated restaurant management system for over 35 years. Whether you have a single-location restaurant or thousands of locations, Joe Flynn and his team will create a custom game plan that will help your business succeed. Trust me, if you want a point-of-sale system that will truly make a difference, you need PDQ POS. Schedule your free demo and business consultation today at PDQ pos.com that's pdqpos.com all
6: right let's get to it eagles and niners in four days ron jaworski played in this game he led the eagles to a victory in this game back in 1980 and he joins us right now to talk eagles niners and more what's going on Joss?
1: joe john absolutely fantastic being with you guys on a wednesday i'm trying to calm down i know we got you know five, four or five days to go Uh, But I'm feeling good about this one.
6: Well, I am too, Jaws. No, I want to get to one thing before we get to the game. You might have heard us just talking there. Sirianni, not a finalist for uh, Coach of the Year, and Hassan Reddick, not a finalist for Defensive Player of the Year. What is your reaction to that?
1: Um, I, I don't agree with it, but quite honestly, Joe, I don't care. Um, I, I, this just uh, you know the way I'm wired. I, I don't worry about the, the MVP, the Defense Player of the Year, Man of the Year. All those things I mean, they're all great individual honors. I, I've always been kind of coached and trained to be team oriented. It's about the team, and to me, the only trophy that I care about right now is the Vince Lombardi Trophy.
6: Jaws, you got that game face on, man. I can hear it.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> he did it to me on the phone. I'm like, hey, hey,
6: Josh. He's like, we got to be calm. He's like, this is serious right now. All right, so, Josh, let's get it. Look, we'll do the Eagles-Niners thing in a second, but walk us through the athlete on a Wednesday before a Sunday NFC Championship game because, you know, I'm sure there's nerves and trying to be calm and trying to be focused. What's the mentality and the preparation for a game like this?
1: Well, you have to stay focused, and and I think the teams that stay focused throughout the regular season into the playoffs, because the magnitude of the game is just—I mean, it goes up. You know, the regular season games obviously are very important. It's what you do for a living. You get to the playoffs, and you just sense it. You know, you sense it from your family, you sense it from the media, you sense it from your friends. You know, it's a big game. Then you then you win a you know playoff game, and all of a sudden it's championship Sunday, and. You know, I, I feel it now as as a former player, as, as you move on in the playoffs, you you get a little uh, gut-wrenching feeling about the game. And I know the players feel it. And it's going to be the team that is able to handle the pressure very well and, you know, deal with the, the outside interests. And, hey, you know, there's family, there's tickets, there's all requests. There's a lot of things that go on championship week. And, and obviously, the Super Bowl is – the magnitude like, quadruples, but championship game week is, is a tough week. There's a, there's a lot of media around. Uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of family looking for tickets. There's a lot of friends looking for tickets, especially with the prices they are nowadays. Um, you know, Everybody's looking to see the game. So, yeah, the player that stays focused uh, on the game, his team's going to win.
7: So, based on what you saw, us against the Giants, are we playing our best football at the perfect time?
1: Yeah, I would probably agree with that statement, John. I, I, I thought it would be a tougher game against the Giants, but as we talked last week, from, from a, a talent perspective, the Eagles were by far, by far a better talented team than the New York football Giants. I can't say that about the San Francisco 49ers. They're, they're a good football team. They play rock-solid defense. And, it, you know, the rookie quarterback doesn't play like a rookie. But I think that's where we have a significant advantage, quarterback versus quarterbacks. So that's why I like the Eagles in this game.
7: Me too. Uh, were you at all concerned with A.J. Brown's, uh, you know, expression of dissatisfaction during matter, the last Matter of fact,
6: game? Charles, before you answer that, let me play quickly, yeah. if I could, some audio of Nick Sirianni. Because Sirianni addressed this earlier in the week. I was surprised he went here with what he said. Uh, we saw A.J. not thrilled. Sirianni basically confirmed it because he didn't get the ball as much as he wanted. In addition to being banged up, here's what Sirianni said.
1: Of course he's going to always want the ball. He's, he's a really good player, and... Um, you know no one not any not really anybody in the past game really got a lot of targets or a lot of opportunities and uh because we were running the ball so well um but you know that's what you want from your receivers to want to have have the football there's part part of the reason why uh receivers are good is because they want and crave the football they want the ball to to change the game um but you know make no mistake about it he was he was thrilled that we won the football game
6: Joe that sort of I'll call it sulking thing. The Eagles hadn't demonstrated that this year. Would you talk to him if you're a team leader and talk to A.J. Brown, you know, on Monday or Sunday night and say, yo, man,
1: we don't need that? Yeah, I, you know, Jalen has a good relationship with his receivers and the whole offensive group, and, you know, Jalen Hurts really is a leader of this football team, and I, I am sure – I am sure that Jalen had something to say to him. Jalen keeps things inside himself, inside the locker room, and and, you know, I just, you know, I I don't like trying to show up your quarterback, your offense, or your teammates. Uh, You know, receivers around this league for years have had that kind of diva attitude. I don't get the football. I'm not happy. They won the football game. That's all that matters. And you know, I, I, you know, we saw it with up in Buffalo. Uh, with Diggs you know, showing up his quarterback, I, I, that that yeah. does no good for a football team. In fact, it harms a football team. You know, Nick said what he had to say. He wants the ball. Yeah, I know. There's only one ball. You can't throw it to everybody. But you're winning a football game. You're moving on to the next round of the playoffs. Shut up.
6: Jones, which 49ers player concerns you the most in this game?
1: Bosa. I, I, I think you know outside the quarterback, and I'd love to talk a little bit about the quarterbacks. I've yeah. done a pretty unique breakdown on them. But Bosa scares me because he can play left side, he can play right side, you know. And if, if there's an area where lot has had some trouble back back to early the season when he had the injury, the Houston game, and a few games in that stretch where he struggled a bit, Bosa's the kind of guy that could give him the problems because he's he's mm-hmm. quick enough, he's got a great dip, and he can also come that uh, That old Dwight freeney move back to the inside that spin move he 's got that move as potter's repertoire, so he 's the guy that scares me as far as getting after Jalen hurts
6: so let 's get to Purdy. You referenced him. Purdy is what at this stage of his career
1: remarkable i i you know uh, for three games I, I i didn't get a look at him you know i'm watching the red zone and i'm watching you know highlights things with guys. So you really don't get a feel for how a guy's playing but week four i started looking at some game tape on him and i gotta tell you i i, I was literally blown away by the poise of the young man um you know guy in his you know, now with eight starts under his belt but early in the season he had you know a rookie as we all know, the you know last pick in the draft, Mister Irrelevant, all those things. Play with the poise of Joe Montana, and I know those those are those are high accolades, but he just didn't have have any have any panic in his game. He's been great in the red zone. He's been great against the blitz. And here's I think maybe we we have spoken this about this somewhere along the way. I've had a conversation with, with, with Peyton Manning, particularly when, when I was calling Monday Night Football and in production meetings, and, and Peyton hated motion. He hated having guys move before the snap. I mean, he just didn't like guys crossing between him and the center when he's in shotgun or behind him when he was under center. Because you know what happens? The defense changes what they do when there's all kinds of motion. As we watch this 49er offense, there is motion shifts on every single play. That's what they do. And the fact that Purdy can come in there and read the defenses after all this motion and all these shifts is remarkable to me. But it sets up a little bit of a problem for him. I think the one thing the Eagles have done really good under this Jonathan Gannon is their trap defense. They give you one look, and it's not the look you think it is, and they trap the quarterback. as a young quarterback with a lot of motion. I think the Eagles' trap defense could be effective on Sunday.
7: So you think they're they're going to pull out uh, stops they have not previously pulled out too much. I mean, that those looks that you're talking about, that requires a defense, our Eagles defense, to do a little more, know a yeah, little but- more.
1: Probably a little more pressure, John, uh, but the trap defense has been part of the repertoire. I've seen it, you know, not not a high percentage of the time, but it's part of it. Mm -hmm. But when you get a quarterback that, you know, as has, has a struggle with that, and not that he doesn't struggle with it, but I would use it against a young, inexperienced yeah. quarterback. And here we are in Philadelphia. It's going to be, the, you know, the, the, the volume in that place is going to be through, well, through to the sky. You can't say the roof because there is no roof. But, uh, you know, all, all of a sudden your audible system isn't effective. All the little things in the game uh, now become big things in the game when you're on the road in a hostile environment like it's going to be in Philadelphia.
7: What do you expect the 49ers defense, the number one defense in the NFL, to do to slow our attack?
1: Yeah, it's funny, you know, in looking at that defense, they don't do a whole lot. They line up and play, and they have really good players. They're basically a four-rush. You know, three linebacker, four defensive back, three deep zone coverage look, and they do a great job of peering into the backfield because they know there's going to be pressure on the quarterback. They're a good pass rush team, particularly off the edge, and they get pushed up the middle so that the ball's normally coming out quick. Quarterbacks don't get a whole lot of time, so they just sit back there in that zone. They look back at the quarterback, and Jalen's got to be very careful with the football. He can't pull a uh, Dak Prescott in this game.
6: Yeah. Well, you know, Jaws, um, just – Chiefs Bengals I want to get to that and I only actually I want to get to Dak but Chiefs Bengals who wins Bengals and
1: it, yeah, did, did you did you watch the first two drives of that game of Buffalo yeah. incredible. It, it was incredible it, 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 I mean it was it, it was it was it was incredible but I you know I will be fair to this I, I think the Bills just ran out of gas I think what they've had to deal with, with, you know, DeMar Hamlin and all the things they've had to go through, I think they just ran out of gas. And, but you can see when you become dependent on one player to win the football games, it usually doesn't happen that yeah. way. And, you know, and Josh Allen, you know, he's a great player. But when you, when you run a ball 19 times in weather conditions like that, come on. you got, you, you got to have some common sense. you got to have a little more balance in the offense. But one player doesn't win, doesn't win championships. It takes a team.
7: Does one coach make Josh Allen that much better? The, the departure of Brian Dable. How much did that really affect Allen's play?
1: I, I don't think it did. Um, you know, I, I still think he's had a terrific year. I, I think you know, you know, obviously, you know, when you when you look at what what Dayball's done, he did a great job with him. Did a great job with Daniel Jones. Uh, I don't think it was really a big difference, but uh, you know, who really knows? Unless you, you know, you're in that locker room and you understand how things are and how the play calling was changed, uh, it would be difficult for me as an outsider to say here's what I saw yeah. and be correct. Jaws with us here.
6: Jaws, um, you referenced Dak, and I want to get to something. Obviously, he deserves criticism. He played poor, especially as a guy supposed to be in the prime of his career. You might not have seen this. Though. The Dallas Cowboys official Twitter account after the game on the weekend This is literally Dallas Cowboys' officially Twitter account. Now put yourself in Dak's position and ask yourself how you'd feel if this was written by the Cowboys' (laughs) Twitter account. Here's what it said. You ready? This is the the tweet. Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss of the 49ers. In a matchup, the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. If you were the star quarterback of the Cowboys, what would be your reaction to that?
1: Uh, I'd be very concerned because you you wouldn't expect anyone in the organization, particularly their Twitter feed and responsible for all their content, uh, to put that out there. Isn't that and amaz- not have, Jones, uh, isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's that's you know that, uh, that, that's not very good teamwork right there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, maybe there's a reason Jerry and Stephen Jones didn't uh, do their interviews on yeah. Sunday and didn't want to talk about it. I mean. You know that it, it's games like that uh, he, he just didn't show up in. But uh, it, you know that's that's kind of been his history. You know, just big games he hasn't been there.
6: Charles, you and uh, Wilbert and some of the guys from '80, you guys in touch this week with with memories, knowing that you know the Eagles are about to take, you know, the stage that you guys took and grabbed in 1980.
1: Yeah, well- Quite honestly, you know, Wilbert and uh, you know, Harold Carmichael, my Burgie, all those guys, we, we pretty much stay in constant touch. You know, uh, uh, Vermeil is, is always on the phone with everybody. I talk to coach at least once a week. You know, he gives me all his breakdowns and he tells me what's going to happen. He, he just, he, you know, he's hey, 85 years old and he's like like 25 years old coaching the game. So I talk to the coach and <laughs> still a lot of players and we are, we are pulling for our buddies and pulling for the guys in green.
6: Jaws, Eagles got this, right?
1: I got him winning this game. Yeah, I, I, hey, it's going to be a tough game. You always give credit to your opponent. I think Sam Tricks is a good team. But I just – I can't see – a rookie quarterback, coming in to this environment against this good defensive team that can rush the quarterback as well as anyone. They you know almost broke the sack record held by the Chicago Bears. Uh, you know They're great defense, and I, I, I just can't see it happening. Now, they, they'll try to run the football. They'll use their gimmicks and gadgets, and they're a good team, but I, I, just, can't, I just can't see the Eagles losing this one. Jaws, we'll
6: talk to you in the next two weeks, getting ready for an Eagles-Bengals Super Bowl. Looking yeah, forward to, to it. Get ready, go to
1: Phoenix, get ready, go to Phoenix, Joe John. We're gonna have some fun out there. Get hey. some, sun and get some, and get some golf in.
6: I just remember the Jaws Dicka party, man. It's gonna happen. It's a, every it, year.
1: It, 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 it happens if we're there or not, but they're a, they're a lot more fun if the Eagles are in it. I'll tell you that. We got twelve hundred of our closest friends.
6: That's awesome, Jaws. We'll talk right. next week. Thanks, man.
1: All right, thanks, guys. Goodbye. Right, so there John.
6: he is, Ron Jaworski. Man, is he pumped up? You know, you don't, want, you don't want to. You don't hear about Coach of the Year. I don't want to hear about MVP, Comeback Player of the Year. Game face on for the game, love it. Jody Cameron, John Ritchie, Devin with us as well. On Ninety-four WIPA.
7: Joint mobility is vital to people of all ages and activity levels. When injury or age affects your joints, the right decisions can keep you on the move. The Cooper Joint Replacement Team ensures that you receive the utmost care from pre-surgery education through rehabilitation. Their experts offer innovative techniques like computer-aided surgical interventions to allow for better patient results. Thanks to those innovative procedures and advanced technologies, outcomes have never been more promising. Your options have never been greater. Recovery times have never been shorter. Don't live with needless pain and discomfort any longer. Cooper is the leading academic medical center in our region. So if joint pain is holding you back, make an appointment with with one of their joint replacement experts today. Call 856-536-1208 or visit cooperhealth.org slash joint replacement.